Hey, welcome back to the Big Red Zone. We're very excited for today's show. Remember, new episodes come out every Thursday. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit the like button on this video as well as all our other videos. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Big Red Zone. And as always, tell a friend. This week, it's Easter. So we'll talk a little, you know, happy Easter, everyone. And we'll talk a little bit about some moves in the NFL. Some rumors with the Patriots and Mac Jones. Uh, NBA playoffs are right around the corner, so we'll talk about that. And we got to give a ch- uh, shout-out to the champions of March Madness. All that and more on this week's episode of Big Red Zone. Welcome to the podcast. This is the Big Red Zone. I'm your host, Big Red. And it's Easter. Happy Easter, everyone. I'm recording this on Easter. So you celebrate it. Um, happy Easter. There's also uh, Big Red's birthday this week. So big week celebrating that. It was fun. I got to go to the Seas game, see the Raptors play on Wednesday. Um, pretty cool. You know, big win. It was on the video board. It was a, you know, special... Uh, Special little shout out for me. So that was that was pretty cool to see my name on the video board. And you know, it was a, it was a fun time. Went to Foxwoods uh, for the weekend, and yeah, it was it was a fun uh, fun little uh, week, birthday week. And big thank you to everyone for their wishes and you know people that made it special. I had a lot of great people. So uh, Danny football uh, didn't get to see Danny football. Talked to Danny football. Um, but I got to see uh, producer John and James over the weekend. We, you know, it's good to reconnect with them. I haven't seen those guys in a little bit, so it was uh, fun to see them, and uh, we had a great time. So, um, thank you to them, and thank you to everyone that uh, showed up. And you know, it, it, it's a fun time. And then today was Easter, so we got to spend some time with the family, eat a lot of ham. Ham's underrated. Um, feel like people don't really talk about the ham on Easter. It's like very, very underrated. I look forward to it every year. Um, and it's, it's very good. Another Easter treat that we have that a lot of people don't have, it's uh, Delmonico's. They're like cheesy potatoes. Oh, it's so good. Um, the ham, ham's great. That's something I look forward to every year. Um, What's something that you guys look forward to? Let us know in the comments. Give us something that you look forward to every Easter, some food um, that maybe you look forward to. Um, but I hope the Easter Bunny was good to all of you. Uh, it's going to be a quick episode today, obviously. Um, it's been a tough couple. Uh, last week, really didn't have a time chance to record the pod, so uh, definitely wanted to get one in today. So a quick one um, on the holiday. And that's how much I love you guys uh, recording on the holiday and uh, getting one in. So uh, quick, quick pod today, and then hopefully we'll get back to it next week um, with a potential uh, guest, uh, fan favorite. I won't tell you who it is, uh, but hopefully we get him on the pod uh, next week. So without further ado, let's t- start talking about the NFL. Um, there's a couple um, things. One happened today on Easter Sunday, uh, OBJ. You know, he was rumored to go to the Patriots, and it was kind of, we kind of fell off that train. Um, gets a one-year deal, 18 million bucks, uh, to the Ravens. Um, Ravens, who, you know, have been rumored, to, you know, Lamar maybe on the trade block, yada, yada. 
I think, does this mean Lamar's staying? Um, you know, Lamar's there for a year, OBJ's there for a year. Maybe they just try to run it out, see what they can do another year. Maybe they can convince Lamar to stay um, with OBJ. You know, it's 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 an interesting uh, situation in Baltimore because they kind of, their whole relevancy kind of hinges on the fact of if Lamar stays or not. So um, definitely an interesting time there. It's uh, it's something that I'm. It's very curious about. You know, um, I don't really know. I don't really know how that situation is going to unfold. Um, and they could still move on from Lamar, for all I know, and still have OBJ. So um, I think it's a great move by the Ravens getting them in there, trying to help them convince them to stay. I mean, there's a couple good players there now for wide receiver weapons. Yeah, hope AJ. Um, What's his name? J.K. Dobbins kind of comes back to form. Um, they already have Mark Andrews, who is one of the best tight ends in the league. So I think I think if Lamar kind of gets back in there, I think they're immediately you know playoff contenders. I mean, the Bengals are obviously the favorites, probably, but with this AFC, I, I think there's still a chance that they can make the playoffs. They. I mean, last year they were ten and seven. I don't see any reason they can't go ten and seven again, if not better. So, with the Patriots, on the other hand, this rumor came out that you know Mac Jones has been rumored to be shopped. Bill's been shopping them all off season. I'm gonna be honest with you guys, and this may be my you know I may be blinded in this. I, I don't think that's true. I think there's he's definitely taken phone calls on him. I, Bill's been known to take phone calls on anyone. I mean, he was rumored to have a done deal. I Gronk confirmed this. Gronk was supposed to be traded back, like uh, before they won their last Super Bowl or a couple of years before they won their last Super Bowl to the Lions when Matt Patricia was there. I mean, um, it was a done deal until he said, "I'm going to retire if you trade me," and then the deal got shut down. So he's willing to trade anyone. So I'm not saying that he's not been in. In, um, in conversation, but to say that Bill's like, hey, who wants him, who wants him, I think it's just not smart, and I don't think it's true at all. He brought Billy Owen, and that's a Mac Jones hire. Uh, you know, he he's brought in Juju, who kind of fits what Mac Jones does. He's sticking with Ramondre, which, you know, he can pound the ball through Ramondre. I mean, they lost Jacoby Myers. They lost um, Damon Harris, which are two of Mac's guys. But they still have Kendrick Bourne. They brought in Juju, which kind of was like an even split with uh, Jacoby Myers. If not, you know, hopefully, I think Juju, you know, could potentially be a little better. They got Mike Gusecki, who's, a, you know, I think a step up from Juanu. And who knows who else they're going to bring in at running. I mean, James Robinson they brought in. I think that fits Mack a little better than Damian Harris. I mean, I know they're boys, but I think he's, you know, I think he's equal to, if not maybe even a little step up. I think everything they've done is kind of try to build towards Mack, at least for this year, to see what we have. And that's just my point. I'm sick of hearing – I don't want to hear, should we go Bailey Zappi, at least till the middle of the season, if Mack's doing bad. I think we got to – ride it out you have to see what your first round pick is especially after this it's not like he's had two years of zach wilson where he stunk he's been successful he's had successful years here so 
So we just got to ride it out. But you can't ride it out if we don't give him a shot and we keep continuously saying, this isn't the guy, this isn't the guy, this isn't the guy, this isn't the guy. Bill doesn't like him. We don't like him. Like, he's going to go somewhere else and he's going to be successful where someone wants him. So I wish Patriots fans would just get off their high horse and just be like, all right, let's give this guy one year. And then that's it. If he stinks, he stinks. But give him a year to try it out. And I I hope they they actually do that. Will they do it? I don't know, but I hope I hope they do because it's it's really getting annoying and it's getting ridiculous because it's like at some point you just gotta let him do his thing and see if we, what we got is we got what we have is solid or we gotta move on. So looking at you know who else to bring in here, it's looking less and less likely that. At wide receiver that I really wanted, like uh, DeAndre or Judy, is going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen to the Patriots. Maybe if DeAndre gets caught, Patriots can offer him a low contract. Maybe he'll come here, but I don't see those two moves happening. I think the thing to look at is if they're going to draft someone in the first round with that 14th pick. Um, Zay Flowers getting a lot of looks. We had a private workout in BC and. Um, they sent everyone to go look at him. Um, the kid from Ohio State, I think they've given a lot of looks. I mean, they've looked at every top wide receiver in this draft pretty solidly. Like, they've sent a lot of people to go look at these guys. So it looks like they're going wide receiver, but knowing Bill, he'll trade back and take an all offensive lineman because uh, that's just how Bill operates. So um, I don't know. I don't know who the best situ- who the best option is. I don't really have an answer. Um, I just hope they draft someone, one of Zay Flowers or the old kid from Ohio State, and we can just support Mac. That's the real thing we need to do is just come together and be like, this is our guy for, the, you know, hopefully for the foreseeable future. And let's just ride it out, dude. Let's give him the support. Let's let's get behind him here and let's ride, dude. Let's 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 ride it out with him. So. um you know, not really too much else going on in the world of the NFL, but I think I think the big thing is Mac, and um, I wonder what – I'm really curious on what they're going to do. So uh, hopefully they ride it out, but we shall see. Um, looking at – quick, before we go to the NBA, I want to talk about March uh, – well, we'll go to the NBA. So let's go to the NBA. Celtics, you know, they've kind of fallen off, and I'm a little nervous about them going into the um, the NBA playoffs. You know, they closed out on the right note. They, you know, looking at their last few games, they lost to the 76ers, but they, you know, they beat up on the Hawks. They beat up on – they beat the Hawks with no one in there. They, you know, they beat up on the Raptors. Um, they beat the Raptors in a close game with no one on the – when I went to them. No one in there. Lost to the 76ers, lost to the Bucks in the last few games. They lost to the Wizards, which is concerning. A couple wins against the Jazz and Spurs. But looking at those last few games, you know, my confidence is not as strong as it was at the beginning of the year. Um, they come in second, finishing a game behind the Bucks, 57-25. Now, they are a high 50 winning team, right? You know, they won in the high 50s. Last year, they won 51 games. 
this year, 57 games. So they improved. Um, I I want to say, I'll say right now, the reason I don't think I feel, it's two things that I feel about the Celtics. Number one, I feel like the hunger, and I hope I'm wrong, I haven't seen the hunger like they did at the beginning of this, even at the beginning of the year. You know, I wish I, I wish I could say I see it, but I, I don't. And I hope we can see that going forward. The other thing is coaching. I don't trust Joe Missoula. I don't, and I hope I'm wrong about that too. I don't trust him. I don't think he is as good as definitely Emay was, but at this time last year. But I think he cost us a lot of games this year, more than he won us. And one game away from having that top seed, having home court advantage the rest of the season. And I can name, think of five games off the top of my head where he made bad calls that cost us the game. And that's the difference in winning, you know, having that home court advantage and winning an NBA championship. You know, I'm still going to ride with the boys. And uh, they got the two seed. They're going to play uh, one of those teams from the first round. So looking at it, I'm going to look at the Eastern Conference. The Western Conference was crazy. And before, actually, before we get into this, right, I got something I got to say. I think it's a little fishy that the Dallas Mavericks, like, that's a fishy organization. First, first and foremost, Kyrie sinks another franchise. Like, this guy is like the Grim Reaper. Uh, I don't know. Are you going to – I wish I had like Danny football in here. Cause I got, I'd love to get his take. Cause I know how much of a Kyrie Irving fan he is. Um, sarcasm, but I, I'll have to ask the, uh, my, you know, a fan favorite of the show next week. If you're a team in this series, are you going to give a max contract to Kyrie Irving? I mean, Dallas Mavericks sinks them. Don't wait to playoffs. And they gave up a lot to get him. Uh, they may be the only team because they kind of feel forced to take them. Brooklyn Nets do better after getting rid of them, but still a six seed in the East and kind of, you know, left trying to figure out what they're doing. Celtics easily could have folded. I mean, they went from having Kyrie Irving to having Kemba. They, they, in Kemba, nothing against Kemba, but Kemba is obviously a step down from there. I mean, Kemba's not even playing in the league right now. Cavs, they're just now starting to recover. So he's sunk the last four teams he's played. He's sunk their team or potentially sunk their team. They eventually got back or are in a good spot now or working. But they can't. I mean, the Mavericks is too early to tell, and we'll see how they do next year. But, man, he just sinks and is a cancer to teams. I, I like that. The proof is in the pudding. Four teams he's played for, he's sunk, sunk them. He's left their team. When he's left their team, they were worse than when the, he came there. So that's all I'm going to say. Uh, with the Mavericks, sketchy move to sit Luka after the first quarter in a do-or-die game. I think there's definitely some shenanigans going on. Their pick is protected. It's traded away but protected. So they're obviously trying to, you know, do some shenanigans with that pick. Um, Dallas Mavericks are in an interesting situation, so I, I don't know what I don't know what's going to happen with there, but it's definitely something to watch going forward. But the Thunder, the rebuild Thunder team, they they're taking their first step. I think they'll be, I think, kind of going the first um, first round. 
uh, in the playing game, but they make the playing game, you know, and they lost their number, their first round pick last from last season to an injury before the season even began. So they're going to get just stronger and stronger, and they're young. So I think they're going to be able to afford bringing in some guys. Uh, but they're going to continue that rebuild, and uh, I'm excited to see what they do moving forward. Um, but let's look at the West. Let's go through the playing game. I want to see NBA schedule. I believe the season's officially wrapped up. Um, so they the season officially wrapped up today. The play-in tournament is going to be um, starting on Tuesday. So Tuesday, they'll have the Heat versus the Hawks, which I think the Heat will win that game. Then they'll have the Timberwolves versus the Lakers. So the Lakers, I think the Lakers will win that game. I thought the Lakers would play the Thunder. The Lakers play the Thunder? They do seven versus, oh, that's right, that's right. So they'll have the Hawks versus the Heat. I think the Heat will win that game. The Timberwolves will face the Lakers. I think the Lakers will end up winning that game. Uh, the Timberwolves are just in an absolute mess. They have Rudy Gobert throwing punches to get guys breaking hands. They're just in a rough spot. The Pelicans, I think, will beat the Thunder. Uh, the Bulls will beat the Raptors. I, I like the Bulls a lot. Um, but then I think the... Winners of those games, whoever wins that first game will have to play the winner of that next game. So I think it would be, it would probably be Atlanta versus Chicago, and I think Chicago would still win. And it will be New Orleans versus Minnesota, and I think New Orleans wins. So that would make New Orleans the eight seed, and um, New Orleans would be the eight seed, Lakers would be the seventh seed. And Miami would be the seventh seed. Chicago would be the eighth seed. Then, with that said, so we'd get um, we'd get a little uh, we'd get first game for the Western. So that would be the that would be it. The seventh seed would be the Heat, which I think that will stay. Eighth seed, I think, is going to be the Bulls, and then the Lakers will be the seven. I think the Pelicans will be the eight. So, with that said, Denver would play would play the Pelicans. I think that's a tough first match for them, but I think Denver wins that series. Memphis would play the Lakers. I think Memphis wins that one pretty easily. Uh, Warriors versus the Kings is an interesting matchup because I think the Kings have dominated most of the season, but They've struggled of late. There are not a lot of playoff experience on that team. And the Warriors have that. And the Warriors have actually been good down the stretch. They just continue to get better down the end of the stretch. So I think the Warriors will upset the Kings. I want to say that right now. I think the Kings are going to upset, are going to get upset by the Warriors. And then it's going to be Clippers versus Suns. I've seen this movie before. And like when KD plays for the Suns, I think they're, uh, pretty unstoppable. So I think I'll go with the uh, Suns. So not a lot of upsets going on in the West, but I think the Warriors could be the one upset of that. So looking at this, the Bucks would play the Bulls. I think there's no contest there. Bucks would blow out the Bulls, maybe even a sweep, gentlemen sweep. 
Uh, Miami versus the Celtics, which is a little bad blood uh, from last year. You know, they played them uh, last year a little couple rounds later, but um, I still pick the Celtics to win that one. Not maybe a jump, maybe in five. Uh, I mean, in six, I think I think they can win that one, five or six. Uh, but they got to come out and make a statement in that first round. 76ers uh, will play the Brooklyn Nets. I think 76ers clears that one. And then we're going to have the Cavs versus the Knicks. And I think the Cavs will clear that one as well. I think the East is very top-heavy this uh, this year. You know, looking at those top four teams, uh, the Bucks, especially the Bucks, Celtics, 76ers, I think are just two. There are three powerhouses in the league, and I honestly could see one of those three teams winning the NBA Finals this year. Uh, I think it's going to be someone from the East, and it's going to be one of those three teams. Um, the thing that makes me nervous is the 76ers really make me nervous. Um, they look really scary. But I think the Celtics in a seven-game series can beat them four times. Um, it's just going to be a battle. Cleveland Cavaliers are probably definitely the lowest on that uh, totem pole. Um, but I think they have a really solid team, and I think Donovan Mitchell is a game changer on that roster, uh, and they, I think they can do it. I'm hoping that the Brooklyn Nets upset the 76ers in this next round, but uh, either way, you gotta you gotta beat the top teams to make a run at this NBA Finals. So we'll have to see. So that's my prediction for the first round. So I got. Uh, Bucks, Celtics, 76ers, Cavs coming out of the first uh, the divisional round, and Miami and the Bulls coming out of the play-in. I got Denver, Grizzlies, Warriors, Suns coming out of the West with the Pelicans and the Lakers winning in the first round on the playing game. So I was looking at this the other day. I mean, how crazy is it that I mean, the Pistons are probably going to get the first lot, the top odds in the lottery, but the Spurs could end up getting drafting two of the greatest big men of all time. If they get the bright ping pong ball to fall, they get the first pick in the draft. I mean, that's that's pretty unbelievable that they can draft Tim Duggan and um, Victor. That'd be pretty crazy. Uh, but it's, it, you know, got a root for the boys in green. Um, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about that as it gets closer. I'm trying to think. The playing, I mean, the first round, the divisional round of the playoffs start. When do they start? They start April 15th is Celtics' first game. They're home against one of the two teams um, in the first round. So that will be a uh, great game. It should be a great game. And we'll have to see how that how that first round goes. Let's move on. A uh, quick March Madness update. So first of all, first and foremost, we got to give a shout out to our local boys, UConn, for winning the national championship game. I know that we won't spend much time on this because you know it's kind of happened last week. So um, always good to see a local team. They win their second championship in the last few years. Uh, but it was pretty cool to see them win it all. Um, tough year for me in March Madness, but, um, you know, it's always fun. I, I was happy to see them win, and it was um, definitely a fun one to watch. 
And for all that played in the March Madness bracket, of course, Mrs. Big Red wins. No one had the no one picked the national championship. Um, she did pick. She didn't. She didn't pick the uh, correct uh, champion. Um, she actually picked Kansas to win. So she picked which pick? She picked UConn. When did she pick UConn to lose? She picked UConn to lose in the round of 32. So she was wrong there. Um, so, but she wins the match round this bracket uh, pool. Uh, so that's pretty cool for her. Uh, congratulations to Miss Big Red. Uh, she won a bracket pool when we first uh, started dating. Um, so that was, that was, uh, congratulations to Big Red. She's good at the March Madness bracket pool. Also, uh, I should have mentioned this in the NBA. Udonis Haslam played his last final game, uh, regular season game with the Heat. Um, he, uh, he played really well. Obviously, last game, they're probably going on a little more. But it says 111 bench points, which is the most in the NBA history. This was off of uh, Sports Center. So, congrats to him on a great career, and um, hopefully, we beat him in the first round. But, anyways, there's going to be no people's topic today. Um, so, we're just going to close the show out on that note, on the March Madness note. So, um, I want to thank everyone for listening. Remember, you can find the podcast on anywhere you get your podcast, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit the like button on this video as well as all the other videos. Uh, make sure you hit that notification bell to let you know when all the episodes drop. Um, you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Big Red Zone. Uh, give us a follow. Um, and, you know, normally when we have our people's topic, let us know what you want us to talk about. Um, and uh, thank you for listening. As always, happy Easter and have a great week, everyone.